Indulgence, Cozy Zone friends. Ben Weber here. Here I am. It's late at night at my house, all alone, save for Peanut and Daryl, the cats. Got the Cozy Zone audio rig rolling, and all I have is my inside parts and my feelings, and it's going to be great. It's going to be a great show. Thinking about indulgence, it, I just turned 31 years old. And at a birthday party, and so many of my beautiful loved ones and friends showed up at my house to warm my house. There was a light theme of Spice Girls, which I wanted to do for the sole purpose of thinking back to my my young days, my my early budding sexuality. When I was in middle school, when the, the Spice Girls rose to prominence, I, I just remember knowing how much my loins yearned for them. I love British accents. I think they're so sexy. I love ladies dancing about and wiggling. I love cleavage. I love tight, spangly outfits. And I love the Spice Girls, all of them, all of them. I love. I think I I loved Posh Spice most of all because she was sexy and frowny and I I had that impulse that I really wanted to make her smile. And I I think I could maybe. That that's part of it. I wanted to to melt the hearts of difficult ladies and, and that has been a theme that I've been living over and over again in my life. Uh I love Scary Spice because she's brash even though her name is racially un sensitive insensitive scary spice the the one woman of color is scary no but she's she's lovely and sexy and i i i love her voice most of all um sporty i i liked her raspy voice i liked her empowered athletic stance you know i had a a crush on all of the the sporty girls in high school uh so you know it reminded me of of them ginger spice was in Playboy, was just pure sex. God, I love Ginger Spice. And even even the most problematic Spice Girl of all, Baby Spice, the, the worst Spice Girl, you know, she brings up this, this notion, the, the, the forbidden love of, of, a, of a sexy baby, you know, very problematic, but also alluring. I love the Spice Girls. They they bring up all the feelings. And, you know, I was imagining people coming to my house in tribute to the Spice Girls, stirring up all of these ancient sexual thoughts, the the, the very the very big bang of my sexual awakening. Uh, you know, of course, inspired by by Bowie and Velvet Goldmine. Even before that, I mean, God, I, I love the Spice Girls. Uh, and so people, you know, people didn't really dress up. I, I used it as an excuse to dress up myself. I, I donned an outfit which I called Butch Posh, which consisted of, of no shirt, a shiny blue blazer, tight baby blue spandex, uh, and some slippers and some sunglasses. 
Uh, I, I wore an apron a lot because there was pasta being made. Hey, thanks everyone for making some pasta for us. Uh, my my friends brought me all this beautiful booze as well. Uh, oh, today's today's guest, Katie Diamond. She and Jenny got me this Kings County Distillery chocolate quote flavored whiskey. It's forty percent alcohol by volume, two hundred milliliters. I'm I'm holding it now. Everything is is neatly stacked in my console table. Chris Tusick, you got me this lovely absinthe, Tim Manley, Hudson whiskey, baby bourbon. Uh, Amanda Harrington, you showed up late. That was incredible. Amanda Harrington, a, a lady who uh, I went to high school with, who I took to many dances, uh, who rocks so hard. Uh, you brought me some lovely rye. Bullet rye, thank you. That's my favorite. John Bach, Elijah Craig, the liquor of our of our boyhood, our seeking manhood. Emma Kaywin. Uh, some jalapeno tequila. Everyone bought me gifts of booze. I don't drink all that much. I don't know what is going to happen, all this booze. I guess y'all are going to have to come over and help me drink this booze. Um, figure out the details of that. Follow my dormant Twitter, at Cozy Zones. Follow my shy Instagram, Ben Weber Projects. Or just listen to the podcast at benweberprojects.com. Email me, ben at smashtype.com. Give me a high five if you know where I am. Send me a letter. Uh, just write Ben. Put it in, in the mailbox. It'll probably get there. The postal service is amazing. You know, I love the Cozy Zone. I love doing it because it is an opportunity to just sit and wallow and bask in the minutia of living life, in the minutia of being in a place and sitting with a person and being awash in all of the details and sights and smells and interruptions and failures and, and, and switches of topics that occur when you're sitting in a place with a person that matters to them, and it matters that you're with that person in the place that matters to them. I love this. And Katie Diamond, your cozy zone is no exception. Made me made me think about this. Made me crystallize this. Um, we went to your house in Red Hook. We sat in your living room, and you cleaned boots, and you taught me all of the important facts, the art, and the science of cleaning boots and I just want to thank you to that cozy zone friends without further ado it is my absolute honor please indulge in episode 38 Katie Diamond cleaning her boots you got to get you nice and hot KD nice and hot yeah drop it like it's hot oh god <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed at how pleasant this is gonna be <laughs> Oh, mercy. You know, there's something about hearing your own voice reverbing into uh, headsets. Are we recording right now? Yeah. Word. Um, that reminds me, like, if I talk like this, I feel like I'm Terry Gross on Fresh Air. You're better than Terry Gross. Oh, shit. You're better than Terry Gross. <laughs> Fuck Terry Gross. Fuck Terry Gross. I'm sorry. Like, no, I, we got to gotta be in the place. I, isn't she? I, I don't even know. I haven't even looked up this fact. But do, do they put her in a studio and the, the person calls in in like another studio? That's she, my understanding. How do you do that? Or they, I mean, I think people do come on site too, but 
there is a there's a there's a distancing effect. That like that's such a different game. That's than why this they game. can make fun of NPR on its SNL with such such perfection with yeah. Anna Gasteyer. Oh man, I haven't seen. They can it. talk about the shvetti balls. Oh, that I like. Yeah, that's that set. I do know shvetti balls. I'm, the shvetti balls. I'm that's like your, the big one of your that. leather jacket here on this couch. Where oh, no, are that's, we? That's we're we're so we're we're in my living room. Uh, and when Ben first approached me to have a cozy zone, I like kept avoiding it, partially perhaps out of being shy, but also feeling like I couldn't figure out what my cozy zone was in New York. Uh, and then I realized that this house that I've built with my lovely wife is my cozy zone, very intentionally so. Everything is very, very particular for a reason. It's a it's a cornucopia of delights. Like everything is everything is very, very intentional and perfect. And just right, and sassy, and queer, <laughs> and sparkly. And I just, I feel like uh, someone said this once of our old place, but the old place was like very tiny and not really ours, but like we'd covered the walls. And somebody had said, Oh my God, I, it's such a creative space. There's no place my eyes can feel like they're resting. Hmm. It's and sort I, of a backhanded. It was, it was a combination of like, I felt great by that compliment. And I also was like, Oh, you're kind of telling me that my place is overwhelming yeah, it's busy it's busy no place for your eyes to rest and and i would i would say that every everywhere is a beautiful resting place for your eyes oh thank you yeah like i just want to stare at everything yeah i chose the living room i thought about choosing the bedroom because mm. there's lots of cute art and plants maybe but i chose we'll go later maybe we'll visit we'll see um but i chose the living room as our as our resting spot as our zone because you sit on the couch and you face out at these shelves that jenny and i built that are just cinder block and wood which getting the cinder blocks up and down the stairs was its own like epic story i can't even imagine Did we're you... also we're also short people and we built these things that yeah, are taller than us without a ladder tall. no ladder no we just used our pure force of our will oh my god <laughs> and you to just not grew, hurt ourselves you grew tall and strong to build yeah these are very they're very tall and they're they're fun they're fun to look at and yeah. part of it is that all i want to do is gaze upon books mm-hmm. i think that's a it's like the john waters quote if if you go home with someone and they don't have any books don't fuck them yeah it's uh, i would fuck you for these books <laughs> I'm looking at the butt book, dirty pictures. Oh yeah, Jenny Keith also. Richards. Uh, Jenny also very carefully arranged. Um, the books are thematically organized mm. um, by theme or uh, style, and if you look, like sometimes it doesn't seem like it doesn't make make a lot of sense, but actually, it's size meets style meets. So there's an interesting juxtaposition here. There's uh, we have the butt book, but next to the new Jim Crow. Is that yeah. a? Is I that a, I'm going to have to ask her about that. Yeah, one. that one's a. That's. A, I mean, that, there's that might have been a something. height choice, but if you go further down, <laughs> you get White Girls by Hilton Alls. So I feel like White Girls ties together. Yeah, I know that, that situation yeah. and a spread bit. with uh-huh. the the money. Yeah, the money sign. That S. top shelf definitely uh, is is a mod podge, but you can see the themes if you stare long enough. Yeah, like a like a magic eye. We'll find it. Now the 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 tippy top shelf is pretty fucking awesome. Also. Yeah, it's filled with um for for our listeners. One side is a huge speaker which feeds into our like beautiful music situation. And then the, there's also a um uh like a cross stitch that was made for me by actually um 
which I can't even get into the story of her because it will, this will, it will literally be like hours of Earth's Cozy Zone. But it was made by this woman who has been in my life since I was like in pre-K. My pre-K teacher is still friends with my mom. She made this cross stitch for me oh and God. Jenny for our wedding. Oh. Um, and then we have a plate that someone made for Jenny when she was in a, one of the many bands that she's been in. And then uh, this weird object, it actually is an absolute vodka leather-studded cover mm-hmm. for your vodka <laughs> that someone gave to me at a party uh it was like a grab bag gift bag at a party and then it's uh, very butch it's very weird i like it fits on nothing no <laughs> i think there might be tiny lubes hidden inside of it so uh, i don't think I i've taken so. it out the plate says oops i did it again was she i don't know i think that that was just like With... a signature by the person that's who made the artist that's signature. all we can see from our angle i see um and then uh next to next to the leather studded <laughs> absolute vodka <laughs> cover is uh, a piggy bank of Kermit the Frog. It used to be filled with gumballs that you could put the money in and twist it and it would play the Muppet theme song. Oh my god. Uh, it is now broken. I took out all the gummy, the gumballs because they were getting gross. Um, and then like, there are these beautiful piggy high bank heels. Was a, oh, just, just to stay on piggy bank because you said a, a Kermit the Frog piggy bank. Yeah, there's still money in there. You, like, oh, put oh, the so money it's a in piggy it. bank yeah, as well as get, a gumball machine. You can't get the gumballs without, without actually giving money. So you money. have to... That you have to an... give the money. to the. It was a gift from my grandma many years ago. Fascinating. And do you think there's something poetically uh, funny about Kermit piggy bank? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm certain he loves and hates that joke. Yeah. I'd love to ask him. You should have a cozy zone with Kermit. It would be really great. I would... Oh, my God. Though I don't think he knows where his cozy zone is. He's very neurotic. I... That is... Uh... Do you like how I talk about him as if he's real? He is real. He's star of a TV show. No, you're right. You're right. He's a real star. I would... Doing a fucking cozy zone with Kermit the Frog. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's possible. It is possible. It's, I'm going to... Dream, the dream is alive. I'm going to write I, I, that I letter. Do a good, I do a good Kermit the Frog impression. Well... All right. Hold on. <clears throat> so I'm here with Kermit the Frog uh, in Kermit's cozy zone. Kermit, can you tell us a little bit about where we are right now? Well, Ben... I've chosen the pond that I grew up in. This is so amazing that you brought me to your pond, Kermit. Yes, I have my guitar here, and I figured I would play us a song. Please, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kermit can play, but I can't. Uh. Oh, it's hard. It's hard when you're a little phlegmy trying to be Kermit. I normally normally... Hi, Kermit the Frog here with Sesame Street News. That's pretty good. It's not, it's not bad. Pretty good. Hearing it now in my own ears, though, I recognize I need to like drop my voice a little further. So this is good practice for me. Yeah. This is this is the voiceover training ground right oh, here. Oh, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you sound great. Oh, thanks. You sound great. I mean, I really... Uh, so we the high heels. The heels. There are... Um, God, I really hope I do it right. I, I do believe that there are... The black ones are a pair of Jimmy Choo's. Okay. Uh... I, I don't know the sparkly ones, but um, they're they're both at least Aldo. In, it looks like Aldo, Aldo Sparkle Magic. Those are Jenny's. They're fantastic. Yeah, they're I, they're they're essentially it's like it's like the top shelf is like a little altar. Yeah, yeah. Those shoes are pretty good. I I would yeah. The person wearing those shoes would uh, demand a lot of attention and respect. Absolutely, and and uh, the person wearing those shoes should be carried everywhere. Yes. <laughs> um, and so now, now we're we're down to earth here. We're we're down on the shelf. And what's what's going on? Uh, what so what setup I, do you got over here? When I was thinking this morning about our cozy zone, I was thinking about 
how I'm I'm a busybody. Just sitting and chatting is is hard for me. I understand. But also, uh, I'm really good at taking care of leather. Mm-hmm. And I figured I, I I was just in California visiting people, and uh, one of our friends uh, has chickens and goats now, and of course that made it so all I did when I was free the days we were in Santa Rosa, uh, where this person lives, was I ran around feeding. <clears throat> and uh, and playing with chickens and goats, but it means that my shoes are very muddy. Oh, and but I thought for a beautiful cause. For a beautiful cause, it's just that I, you know, like cuddling goats. What I got to cuddle goats <laughs> on New Year's Eve and day. Uh, uh, but um, I figured while we were chatting, I would clean my boots and maybe we could talk through the process or maybe it's just a thing that's happening my cozy zone is that i I can't sit still and i always need to do something and one of the things i do is i do i do this i think a lot of people can empathize with needing to to futz around uh while talking while doing something else no i always like to you know even if the tv's on i never like to just be watching tv i can like really rarely do that i have to be doing something else yeah i really um there are some shows uh and i think Perhaps it bothers uh, Jenny a little bit. There's sometimes I have to actively pause because I get distracted by whatever I'm doing. And I need to walk out of the room. And when a show is only 20 minutes long, it means that you only get to participate in like five minutes of storytelling when you like that's true can't sit still. You have to keep stopping it. Yeah, yeah. Or rewind because I was looking down doing something like drawing or wait, what happened? I have to say, what did he say? What did he do? Walking Dead is a really good. While you work show, oh, that's you'll, not never, a, you'll never, you'll never watch it. Watch that and show. we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about that <laughs> definitely. That's my anti cozy zone. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to. That's that's what we like to talk about in the cozy zone. You we know, like I, to, speaking of of what we talk about in the cozy zone, I wanted to um, tell a story about Eileen Miles. Oh yeah, good. So I've been reading Inferno by Eileen Miles, and the section I'm on right now, uh, she talks about how um, she basically like before performing her poetry live. She talks about how um, there's this one time where she snuck away at a party before she had to go perform on stage to go rehearse in someone's room. She walked into a room and there were these two gay boys like cuddling and they were like, oh, what are you doing? And she was like, oh, I was going to rehearse my poem. And both of them were like, ooh, do it for us. And so she rehearsed her poem um, before she went on stage and uh, she said that it's like she w- once she got on stage, it's like she was dead in the water. She'd like popped her cherry. She had like the like the the like what for, for her and I really really relate to this. The the like when it comes to performance specifically, uh, that performing for other people is what like the elicits the like the charge of the mm. of the performance. Mm. And so to do so right before mm. you are supposed to do so like have an audience before you go on and like perform for her. It's not about, it doesn't feel like practice. It feels like she's actually like blown her wad too soon. Wow. And so I was thinking about that because we started to talk about all the things we were going to talk about. Right. And then we were like, wait, we have to, we have to record it because otherwise it does. It seems canned or it seems like you can't like, you know, quite capture the like that. Well, you, yeah, you can't, you can't find that exact moment of discovery. Right. Um, but 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 you know that's then the responsibility of the host to sort of weave it organically in, right? Well, with I mean, something not, else it's not completely comparable, but no, no, but it's similar. I, yeah. I think it's similar. Yeah. Um, but it's I think. I mean, that's why some shows 
uh, like you know, we all know that reality TV they do like several takes of a thing. Oh They're God. like, oh, that was a really good angry face, oh. but can you do it again oh. in this lighting? What a nauseating! <laughs> it's just nauseating. I you hate know. I hate reality TV. That's my anti cozy zone. Oh yeah, no, no. Oh my God. Ugh, blah. I don't even understand it. Tuch. Yeah. I, I it people respond to like rhythms. You know what I mean? It's like literally just like mm. it's like just content, just like. N- like a concept with some content and like a, like a writ, like just a, a pop music, uh, I guess, what do, what do I want to say? Like template. Yeah. I mean, but that's like, you're also talking about like the success of law and order. Right. You know what I mean? I know. People like that. Formula is key. I, I respond to formula. Me like, too. You Me know. too. I like, I like knowing what the setup is and the rising action and then what the conclusion is going to be. And, yeah. um, there's going to be a zombie. Yeah. There hasn't been a zombie for a while. Now I'm fucking thinking about these goddamn zombies. Where right. are they? One of the, speaking of formula, I th- I, uh, one of the like nerdiest things that I think about frequently is um, the episode on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Slayer. Spoiler alert for people that have, <laughs> for some I reason, missed it. I, I missed it, but spoil it. Spoil I'm going to spoil it for everybody, yeah. which by this point, y'all can go read a book. Um, <laughs> uh, Buffy's mom dies of an aneurysm it's like actually like one of those really poignant moments in the in this whole series because everyone's being killed by like everyone's got a more like magical realism you know vampire death death yeah but she actually has been like having issues and doesn't realize what's going on um oh hi there's my wife is wearing just a towel um jenny gruber jenny jenny gruber everybody um uh, and uh, the episode where Buffy's mom dies is has no music in it. Wow. And um, in watching the extras, Joss Whedon, who I go back and forth on whether I love or hate, but he talks about how he didn't want to give anybody the comfort of their emotions being able to be hung mm. on the soundtrack mm. that instead you needed to feel the way it was going to feel. And the whole episode is also supposed to be in real time. So, like, things actually take the amount of, like, the, like, um, ambulance doesn't show up for, like, 20 minutes, and it's the full 20 minutes in the show, and, like, mm. stuff that's, like, actually very artful for, like, wow. sort of a primetime vampire TV show, yeah. and, like, it stays with me, because, like, he purposefully, like, flipped his storytelling techniques in order to make people feel things, and I think that's really, that's really significant. It is significant. I mean, I think that's, like that's the brilliance of an artist. Like that's, I think what we're all striving for. Like when you can take your medium, when you know, when you've mastered your medium so completely Mm. that you can manipulate it to do whatever you want. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think it's, it's hard. And I think the, like, I find a lot of beauty in the failure of doing that. Oh yeah. Like a lot of like, it's like the, yeah, the inability to ever do that. Is right. so beautiful and hilarious. Right, I love that. Yeah, I think I um, failures a failure. I think about failure a lot. I think that I'd rather people fail than not do a thing. Yeah, or think about the thing a lot or overprocess it. Yeah, you know, I've always been a like try it and then fix it afterwards yeah. sort of person. You know, that is really nice to think about. Yeah. 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 I'd rather people be like, "Whoops." Yeah. You know, I'm look, never going to fault someone for like not doing it right. No. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Sage. 
I need to take that advice. I'm, you know, I, I, I sometimes fall into my own pitfalls with that. Um, so I don't know. We can all just keep up trying to apply it. Yeah. Yeah. You're a, you're an artist. Yeah. You, what do you do? I draw, I draw a lot of pictures. What kind of like, where did, where, where does your, <laughs> where does your art come from? Katie Diamond. That's what I want to know. You know, I'm, I'm shifting, I'm shifting gears. I'm shifting focus for a long time. My art came from sex for a really long time. It came from sex. And Why? Now, Why did it come from sex? You know, uh, to some degree, like kind of a lack of seeing anything in the market that made any sense. Like I feel like, um, being a little obsessed with biology and being a little obsessed with like the human, uh, condition, and then, uh, you know, loving how comics and illustrations help tell abstractions or like they make, they, they give clarity to that, which is abstract and wanting to use that to like keep telling stories and realizing that storytelling is like the best way for people to learn things coupled with the fact that I really wanted people to know things about sex. And there's been, since I started doing their work, there's been like kind of a lovely revolution. Like now there's lots of sex comics and illustrations and books and lots of visuals, which is so great. Can we please, can we please, <laughs> can we please talk about this? I want a revolution. I want a revelation. <laughs> My, Jenny's ass is a revelation. Amen. Amen. Naked Jenny Gruber. I mean, there should be no other kind. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> Society ruins things with I this know. whole notion of clothing. But I've also, I've known Jenny Gruber to wear various garments fabulously. Yes, that's, that, that is true. When um, you got it, you can flaunt it. But when you got it, you can also wrap it good. Yeah, real good. Real good. Um, so there's two like interesting things that you were talking about. Like there's a lot of interesting things, but but one particular dichotomy that came up is, is this idea that you were interested in biology, which is very material and concrete, but also you know comics to be able to um, illustrate something that's abstract in a concrete way. Oh, uh, biology is only concrete to like a certain degree. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like right. that's why, um, you know, there's a while where I was really considering being a medical illustrator. Oh. Um, and I, 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 I didn't mostly because I was already, already, you know, really going down a path of doing a lot of like activism and working for nonprofits and stuff. But then you have to get, uh, like a master's in, in medical sciences. Yeah. Um, and it just felt like a lot of school. Um, and I wasn't certain if it was going to be with computers, like a viable way to make any money, Yeah. but people still do it because, you know, you can have the fanciest microscope and uh, like you know cool camera you know microscopic camera but it's still not going to show you how processes work you know what i mean like even though biology is like yes probably the most tangible of the science sciences like one of one of the many yeah um like for instance like how um dna you know forms and connects and like how rna intersects like uh, you can't actually take a photo of that that's that's in 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 impossible yeah they have um, to do a lot of experiments and mm -hmm. modeling exactly and like yeah we could take a photo like to go like even more basic like we could take a photo of how like a hair follicle um grows and is formed and like how hair grows we could take photos of this process but 
there are so many um, layers, like being able to really properly label and convey how things are connecting and what the skin is doing and what the hair is doing. Like that's still like a ver- something that can only really be shown uh, by illustrating it. Yeah. But I guess it also just, it made me think about sex also, which is mm-hmm. part biology and part abstraction. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, it seemed like there's this really lovely conversation between these ends of the spectrum. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, how would you describe your style, your your drawing style? You know, I have a lot of influences, and I think the the most two obvious influences are Alison Bechdel, which who now everyone knows about Alison Bechdel. Great, it's like a it's wonderful and also very strange. Live yes. in a, live in a world where my own mother will be like, "Have you heard of this Alison Bechdel person?" <laughs> um, I'm like, "Yes, I." <laughs> She made me. She created my whole life. Um, (laughs) Alison Bechtel and then um, this wonderful artist, illustrator, painter, Ellen Forney Mm. from out west, out in Seattle. I think she's still living there. Um, uh, I'm very, very heavily influenced by both of them. They're both like storytellers, comic artists, and also the way that they draw, Mm. I would say, is the most like influential on how I draw. What is that like? What does that look like? How I draw? Yeah. Yeah. like the process or the style? No, like what is the style? Yeah, like, like, draw it for us. <laughs> oh, draw with my with my words. With your words. Oh my. The 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 beauty of failure. The beauty oh, beauty. Like you know, no one can ever see this. That no one can know what this feels like. That's exactly. true. No, you're with, right. You're right. They have to be here, and all they have is our voices. Oh my god. They, they just have to listen. Actually, I, I, of course, out of out of nervousness, I want to like be Kermit or like Fresh Air NPR, Katie. But you I'm tell, I, give it to me however you want. All right, let's see. If I was Terry Gross, how would I describe? If I was in a Shvetty Balls strip, uh, yeah, sketch, yeah. How would, what would Terry I, Gross describe well, Katie Diamond's drawing style? Well, you see, Ben, I would say that Katie Diamond has a knack for the anatomy anatomical but she veers towards more of a cartoony loose style her way of inking is the way the lines form around the structure is um, much more much more like something you would find in a newspaper as opposed to a medical textbook but the skeleton of the line work underneath goes to show she grasps a deep understanding of how complex human beings and their forms are. So it makes for a very weird combination. So I'm picturing, Terry, I'm picturing like Iron Man or like an <laughs> Iron Man Sunday. Sunday. Is that, the, am I am I picturing this I right? I think you've captured it, yes. Really? It's like, sort of like an, or, an organic, the organic meets the inorganic. Huh, okay. Perhaps. Or maybe I have a bias. Terry, I don't know. I don't know if you have a bias. But you, Terry, I've 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 immersed myself in some of Katie's work, and I I guess I would. It seems to me that it's very adorable. Oh, adorable! Uh, do you find do you find any hints of the adorable in in? Yes, you know I've heard I've heard the artist refer to herself uh, her work as scary before. Um, when she was scary. first when she was first commissioned i don't know now it's weird to be in third person but uh people uh, called your stuff scary no no i really thought um so in 2000 and 
12, 12, I don't even remember anymore. Uh, I, I illustrated a children's book for the first time for Flamingo Rampant Press. Mm-hmm. Bear Bergman's press. Yes, yes. Uh, this book called Backwards Day. Yes. Um, yeah, and very when he first book, I, we own it. Thank I you. Think, yeah. uh, when he when he first asked me, I was I was very skeptical because I was like, oh, I've been mostly drawing like people fucking, or I've been drawing like dicks. I've been drawing how dicks work. Mm-hmm. I've been drawing how you whip somebody. Mm. Like, ooh, the proper way to lick a boot. Like, mm. I haven't uh, I haven't like actually illustrated like cute things um that, I, I was very under the impre- impression that my work was not cute and he like bear has his he's got a very particular uh sort of like air about him and i would say that his eyebrow like one single eyebrow like raised off his head at the notion that my illustrations aren't cute yeah um and it's taken a little bit i guess i just kind of figured the content was like blocking out no, no, how no. i draw no yeah the content it's all very cute like i also i know girl sex 101 and like it's all cute. these girls are just the cutest They're and all adorable. these girl parts and butts and like it's i a, guess i just thought i guess maybe maybe it's like uh like a it's a carryover from middle school maybe it's a carryover from my middle school mentality i guess to some degree i uh didn't want to be cute i wanted to be cool got it and maybe it like became a part of my like oh well you know i i, I draw like you know like people coming everywhere so yeah. it's adorable not cute. people adorable people coming joyfully coming. and you're joyfully. just like look at those people they're so cute <laughs> you're so cute too and you like what do you but like you can't what are you gonna do dial this down i guess I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. No, I'm giving up. I've got to give up. There's no. There's no winning. I was you, thinking today. You, there's power when you're, in your. When you're cuteness. in your 50s, can, are you still cute? Is this a? Is this a thing? Oh. Can I ask a question that has to do with being cozy, but is yeah. about yeah. my cozy? We have. Uh, we have. We have Jenny Gruber, on on mic one. Do you think that it's a bad idea to walk after dark? across the Gowanus Canal to the F on Smith and Ninth? Because, like... Are you, leaving, are you leaving right now? Yeah. You can probably make that before it's dark. Before it's dark, dark. Dark, just, dark. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, if you guys think that that is ill-advised. I mean, as your comrade-in-arms, I would prefer you didn't do that. Okay, then I won't. Great. See? That's what? Perfect. Cozy. Hashtag cozy. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny group, everybody. That was fantastic. Also, maybe from my cozy zone, I can tell my version <laughs> of the 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 Jay there's Groob's a nice, leather there's a nice, jacket. There's a nice soundscape happening with uh, oh, the yeah. Gruber the leather, like leather donning. Oh yeah, <laughs> leather donning. <laughs> well, also the like Gruber in the background without her own mic, but she's she's just got such a nice voice that she's like overpowering. Yeah, you guys are pretty brave to uh, attempt to talk into microphones while I'm in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you gotta. We can still. Everyone can still hear you. You're. I'm picking you up in my yeah, headphones. Yeah, there's there's no there's no question that, that I mean. Do you think Katie, my, do you, do you think do my you, art's cute before you go? Am I is my art cute? It is cute. I had to bring it to you. But what are you gonna do? Are you gonna dial this back? <laughs> <laughs> well, well then. You heard it here first, folks. Katie Diamond has been told to stop being stop trying and not be cute. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> it will not 
It's yeah. not going to happen Actually, for you. It will not happen. Can you just be cute for one more second? Just keep trying. Just keep trying. Let's see you in a few hours. I love you. Cutie. Oh, my gosh. Everyone understands there was just an epic kiss that just happened. We understand <laughs> that? We call it epic. Now, this is an epic kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. No, you're not. You are the cozy zone. That's true. You are the cozy zone. The oh, fact that you're like, leaving is problematic. I'm like, uh, like as if like a tree, like a little kid is like playing a tree in a play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're the tr- you're our cozy zone. Wow. Yeah, or like the 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 chink in the wall in the play within the play. Oh yeah. Midsummer Night's Dream. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The moon. The pink towards the wall. <laughs> no. Shows you where my head's at. Hey. That's a good wall. They got some good wall over there. All right. I'll see you later. <laughs> this we we won't be able to resume until no. until she's fully exunted. <laughs> We're just she's putting on her bag now, folks, and she looks really great. Really great. She's got a great outfit. Her hat says boy in pink. It's a black hat. It's nice. What does it mean? I don't know. What is gender? <laughs> I, I don't know. slam the door behind you so we have the the sound effect closure (sighs) i love you jenny oh man this is great Mm. okay yeah so your art's cute all right i'm glad i learned that here first i I mean i i guess i to some degree always knew that but um yeah even my even you know i did um thanks to the lovely wt Mm-hmm. I got more and more into these like drawing hashtags, so I would post my art a little more. Yeah, and so I, the first one I did was Inktober for October. Yeah, the whole idea is like some people follow lists, some people, and I was like, oh, I'm going to draw like gross, scary things. Even my scary things were <laughs> cute. Like you wanted to put them in your pocket. These gremlins. Like I even drew some mother fucking weird guy whose like arms were technically spikes and he was hunched over and he was all hairy but he in this cute face <laughs> i even thought as i was drawing him i was like god i wouldn't kick this guy out he looks like he's gonna ask me to make him a sandwich <laughs> why is he so nice god <laughs> oh very good very good okay um yeah all right so you don't like scary movies i don't like scary things i understand that maybe that's why my cute things my scary things are really cute i think so like i wonder if they that's linked like so you won't you don't like gore subconscious no i don't like but you you're okay with cartoony blood so here's like kill bill kill kill bill is a really good example we also just recently watched um mad max fury road okay and i had a few moments where i went ah because of the violence. Yeah. But I wasn't disturbed. Okay. By any of that movie. Great. Like, there are things that are disturbing in that movie that I was like, oh, God, that's, like, unfortunate. But I wasn't like, I will have nightmares forever now. What are the most disturbing things, like, elements? Of that movie? No, of, like, of movies in general, like, you will, like, you that have... Like scarred you that you will never partake of again. Oh God! You want me to explain that stuff? Just if you can like lightly name it. Okay. Uh, like mm, head smashing. You know, it's not. You, this is this Brains. is good because it's not. It's not actually about the what that mm. happens. 
it's about the why mm. fury road made me realize that something that um for instance like that movie is really violent yeah a lot of people die in that movie yeah i believe it and in a high action like high high octane way people yeah. people are just literally like, and but the thing is um they don't linger that's the thing the gaze mm. of the cinematography the gaze of the viewer mm. isn't taking pleasure in the death that happens there mm. um and the, and the and the like massacres that happen like when somebody dies sometimes they just they're off screen you don't even actually understand how they did mm. because it's a fa it's the fact that they sacrificed themselves for what was happening mm. not that they died whereas mm. or like how they died whereas i feel like a lot of um scary movies uh and you know like it's not a genre i partake in a lot but mm -hmm. i'm gonna be super judgmental about it for a minute and be like the scary movies that want to scare you because they disturb you with what they're representing like that's because they're taking pleasure in in body horror mm. they're taking they're not taking pleasure in scaring you because the idea of the psychology behind why someone is hurting someone the ones that are instead like slasher gore I'm going to make it so you can't get it out of your mind how somebody was dismembered. Those mm -hmm. those things, like, I, I cannot handle them. And I honestly can't understand why anybody would try. Like, the world is a pretty, is I understand, is a catharsis. You know, yeah. Jenny, Jenny gets a lot of catharsis from stuff like that. Yeah. And I, like, I, and, like, not, like, gore, 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 but, like, she gets a lot of catharsis from, like, knowing, like, oh, these things are terrible. For me, like, I read the news every day. Yeah. I, like, I, I feel depressed frequently I can't, over the state of society I and, like, how know. I feel powerless. I, I, the notion that my, my, my fictional world, that my, like, my, my, the, wor the fantasy world I've created would be filled with that, that's, yeah. like, not gonna, that's not gonna make it for me. I, I think so. I've, I've been really enjoying Walking Dead. And uh, for me, like, I know I used to have a lot of, like, deep, deep fear about, like, body horror mm. in movies. Yeah. Like, it, like I would see something and it would traumatize me for, like, years. Yeah. Um, and so now I'm like, oh, I'm a man now. I'm going to face this. And Walking Dead, I think, I have never seen something so, like, gory and gruesome as that show like it is phenomenally like it's just it, vile is it, is it in interest of the story or is it just yeah yeah i mean all yeah it is but like not i mean not I mean, as like, like I'm, gooey I'm, all, I'm i mean i don't want to watch it but like no. i'm less judgmental of like pastiche like it seems like like you know like you're telling a story and you want to show like Kill Bill has a pastiche. Like yeah. somebody gets their head cut off and their blood flies 10 feet, 20 feet in the yeah. air and everyone screams. And it's very like not the way people, people work. Right. And so I can buy into that world. You know, yeah. There's like something about like the way, you know, there's, there's an anime implication to sure. it and that I'm like, okay. What? And also, I mean, again, like Josh Whedon, is Quentin Tarantino a feminist? I don't know. I don't think so. No. At all. No. Like, But he's not a bad guy, but he's not a feminist. No. And like, you know, I've had long debates about like, okay, Kill Bill, like, is it just sort of like a fancy way to feel better about snuff porn? Like, let's be real. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, the things that happened to her are terrible. And yet, Yes, I will. I I will put myself squarely in the camp of people where I'm like, oh, a lady is it with, with a gun and she's killing all the people. I like it when the lady does it. <laughs> like I'm fully aware. 
so like maybe i also like you know similar to fury road like who's doing all, who's like yes also the women are being massacred but like who's doing the ma- majority of the killing and like making decisions oh these ladies are killing all these bad men great yeah well it's sad i mean i think that's okay that's okay to like it's okay to satisfy that fantasy oh is it time yeah will you hold that while I yeah here we go yeah um yeah i i think and i think i'm satisfying a similar fantasy when i watch these like dead bodies ooze and like you get you gotta stab the zombies in the head you see well you know the other thing that i'm i'm aware of is that as a nerd i like am super into like the way people do that makeup and the way oh yeah this the like again the like the theater magic the movie magic i i I love it i would want to be a i would want to play a zombie in Mm -hmm. that show like so bad i would like that would be that would be does 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 new york city or any place you've lived had um zombie kickball have you ever done that no they have a, lived, a run, I think. Uh, in, in, when I was living in Maine, they there was a zombie kickball tournament that happened once a year in the summer where you would dress up like a zombie and then play kickball all day. And then there'd be these grotesque photos of people like, you know, like falling apart playing kickball. But there was one <laughs> like besides the fact that like I loved that all my roommates did it all the time. There was this one year where a guy like made himself look like he was basically close to death, like he was falling apart. And he basically went all the way out into the outfield and then lied down. And the most he, his participation was just to crawl very slowly towards home base throughout <laughs> the entire game. And it made the photos so funny because it meant that he was basically just like slowly... Like maybe he inched up. Like by the end of the day, he finally made it to home base. And I was like, "That's commitment. That's a commitment that I'm like super into." That is fantastic. Good for that. No, it's gonna mess up the levels the way that I'm like moving no, my sounds, head everywhere. It sounds great. Oh, okay, great. I mean, you know, you're it, in charge. Yeah, yeah, you sound great. great. So, so you have a lot of uh, you have a lot of oils and things <laughs> uh, for this describe... this brown leather boot. Okay, so for these boots, I don't want to like. So these are some of my favorite boots. They were they were secondhand boots, and um, they're these really nice, like light brown. And normally, I would like make everything look new when I do this thing I'm about to do, um, clean them, and I would probably like also dye them or use a polish on them. But for these, I've just been um, cleaning them and conditioning them. So sort of like you know, you have to think of uh, leather as skin, and so. Uh, I basically am giving it a shower and then a little moisturizer. That's so nice. It's so nice. How long have you been cultivating your your boot thing? Oh my god, I have actually been doing this since 2006. That's 10 years ten into years. this. Wow. 10 years into this business. This business of Oh. It's really so you have Murphy's oil and water. So Murphy's oil and water, you know, um, people that take care of leather, there's also saddle soap. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I super, you know, similar to how I treat my own body. Like I don't really want, um, to put a lot of chemicals on my body and, uh, someone sort of like a friend of a friend, her family works with horses and in tack and mm. she was describing how like um 
basically like modern day saddle soaps have so much filler in them that they are, um, you know, they're a little tacky, they're a little chemically, and uh, Murphy's Oil Soap is like 99.9% natural. So I did not know that. Also, it's good for wood. Yeah, it's great for wood. Yeah. So it like puts a finish on the wood without damaging the wood or yellowing the wood or all the stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, it's super great. Um, I I listened to your your episode of Why Are People Into That with Tina Horn. Oh yeah. Uh, and Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's it's a wonderful talks about your history of of boot blacking. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and you're you're an award winner. (laughs) <laughs> I am. I, I don't want to talk about that a lot, but uh, yes, <laughs> people can go listen to that episode. Great. <laughs> it's a great episode. I, I loved it. But all right. So I, I wanted to ask you about this. In that episode, we learn about uh, your friend Glovey. Yes. Who actually, uh, Glovey is, do you, do you see? You can see actually Glovey and Rocky are actually right there and oh. tucked, tucked into the shelves. Oh my God. Into the, into the, into the shelves. They hang out in the shelves. The, uh, what do you call that? Cinder block. The little cinder block. Yeah. Cave. I don't see Glovey. I see. He's wrapped around Rocky like a glo- like a little uh, blanket. Oh, I got it. I'll like check that out in a moment. But yeah, so who's Glovey? So when I was little, oh my God, so funny. Uh, when I was little, instead of having a blanket, a blankie, I had um, Rocky, the seagull stuffed seagull from the baltimore aquarium um and glovey glovey is an italian leather glove that my grandmother gave me when i was very 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 young and i remember this vividly it's like one of my early childhood memories i remember having glovey and then getting rocky and loving him and i wanted to cuddle with them both in my bed must have been like four or five and I couldn't figure out how to keep them both with me. And so I realized that if I tucked Rocky underneath my left arm and then put my index finger and my middle finger in my mouth upside down, so my fingers, my other fingers were facing up, mm. I could basically latch Glovey to my nose while I slept and not like lose track of him when I fell asleep. Oh, man. Which led to braces later on in my life, of course. Oh, because you sucked your... I your, sucked my fingers. Yeah. Not because I needed to suck my fingers. It was a way to keep the glove close to my nose. Wow. I, I sucked my thumb for a long time. Yeah? Until I was like 10 years old. Yeah, I think I, I, think I wound up sucking my fingers when I was like 10. Yeah. Wow, yeah. And I remember when I went to middle school, I was like, I can't, can't be that guy. I know. I remember making that choice, too. Yeah, I, was like, I, I made gotta, a choice. I got to stop. I don't want to be... I want to be a nerd. Yeah. And I... I had to apologize. I remember like apologizing to Rocky and Glovey and being like, I'm really sorry. We have to, we can cuddle. We can't keep doing what we've been doing. <laughs> oh my God. How did they feel about it? I mean, I think that they took it okay. They're still around. They yeah. didn't leave me for it. That's nice. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, so I still, I twirl yarn. Like, and this is like, I have a little piece oh of God. green yarn. And like, so when I was young, um, I like, I, Ben's similar, holding it right now. Yeah, I'm holding for it right those, now. Those who aren't in the room with us. <laughs> Which is everyone, Which everyone is but everyone us. Which is everyone but us. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, so there were these little yarns on my, I had this little quilt, this little blanket, and I would twirl the little yarns. And so I still, like, I still do that as, like, a comfort. That's so great, though. Habit, yeah. That's really important. Yeah. I think it's really important. Yeah. 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 I don't do it all the time, but when I do, I love it. 
I I really understand. I yeah. really understand. Glovey and Rocky don't come out except for me to like introduce them to people now. Yeah, that they're they're old family. They're old family, and Glovey is here. I'm gonna I'll I'll uh, fetch oh them. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Also there's this this brown like what used to be white the seagull is now sort of gray. The he gray. also you see the side his 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 right his right profile is happy rocky. Uh-huh. And I his left profile he's sad. <laughs> oh, and I no. could never figure out why he was sad. Oh, on that side, he's got a little like it's a worried. little upturn. He's a worried, yeah. worried eyebrow. Yeah, oh. I think I just out of love, and then yeah. There's... Oh, and Glovey, here we are. Glovey is just Look at like him. he's 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 a wreck. He is a wreck. He he's looks wreck. like one of those like those guys you find in like a glacier. You know, those like mummified <laughs> poor those <laughs> bog men. And that... he doesn't. I don't think he even smells like leather anymore. I think he just smells like he existed. He's, this is this is he he was all of the fingers are so tattered so tattered oh but he's so because well, i used to roll them i used to roll them between my fingers that's like what that's so it's i i can I really roll them. can really understand so you have this like something about, this connection something about something with leather in the fingers yeah, yeah yeah it feels great yeah but, between the, the leather but so makes me you know all to all our coworkers that are listening <laughs> learning that i'm a pervert I mean, you could Google that and find, figure it out, but I I just don't. Who doesn't know that? I don't know. I don't know. It's I applied. It's, I applied to the to the FBI with. Uh, I applied to our job at the FBI. with, uh, yes. with, uh, with, with, so with, with porn just, magazines. All right. So, so I guess just we in can case, just... for those of you who don't <laughs> understand, so Katie and I are coworkers, and we work at the FBI. We work together. at the FBI together. And I'm in special ops. Yeah, and I'm I'm in. Uh, uh, I guess. I guess you're training. I'm training. You're, yep. a, you're a trainer. I'm a trainer. Um, but we need really cute illustrations for the trainings, it's for the true. new agents. My, my, my special opera, special operative <laughs> cute illustration diamond. Yeah. Yeah. You, and so I guess like that, that was interesting too, that like you were like, yeah, I don't really see my, my drawings as cute because the FBI demands. They demand that Demand cute. cute drawings. Like, they demand it. Yeah. So. Um, but anyway, anyway, hi, everybody. Yeah. the FBI. Good to, good to, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, oh, beautiful, beautiful. I'm so, going to go put them back to very keep them good. safe. Rocky, uh, it was so nice to meet you, Rocky and Glovey. We're so glad you're still around. Glovey, I have so many questions. Um, Answer this. Answer this. However, feels best. I'm ready. What is your relationship with leather? You know, um, it does turn me on. It totally turns me on. Uh, I've always liked the smell of it, even when I didn't quite understand that was like a thing. When I was like in middle school and high school, like I remember, whenever I had to go into like a shoe store, like a fancy shoe store, like if I was accompanying my mother shopping, I remember being like. <sighs> <laughs> I said once when I was like 16 or 17 I said once not having any idea it's so funny it's life is so funny not having any idea the implications of my sentence I said once to my best friend Joella I once turned to her at one point and was like you know I was thinking that like uh you know especially you know given like the sort of media I read and like all the comics I read but like if somebody was to like if like a really hot lady was to walk up to me in like an all leather like purple like jumpsuit and like 
be like, follow me now, I'd probably be like, whatever you say, ma'am. <laughs> Joella was like, note to self, don't wear all leather for you. And I was like, what, what? And I'm looking back, I'm like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. The fact that I was 16 and being like, please, lady, wear all leather and tell me how to do things. That's great. And ridiculous. Is it? I mean, I just think it's so funny. Like, I hadn't I hadn't read anything. It's like I was reading up on that. Oh, no. It's in you. Well, it was in you from the very beginning. Yeah. 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 That's, I think, like, I think that was a huge, actually, listening to that episode really kind of made the, me think. The, the, the wire people into that? Yeah, the wire people into that. Like, it, it blew open sort of this notion of kink mm-hmm. that, like, really... I mean, there is no such thing. I mean, kink is just like that. Like you were born with a love of leather. Mm. And a lot of people are, maybe, or people learn about it or, you know. Right. But, but like, it's also like, it's just, it's a, it's a thing like, like who you like, who turns you on yeah. that you're born with. And like. No, you're right. Like how you perceive no, totally your right. gender. And it was just like, oh, wow, kink too. Like all of that. Oh no! But what if everybody at work now is like, "Oh, she's always wearing that leather jacket." I just no like one. It, I just, it I, doesn't makes me look cool. It does make you look cool. You you look great. <laughs> don't don't worry. You're doing right. you're All doing right. everything right. Just this tell all. You're doing everything right. Uh, it, it, it's good. People, it's good, oh, good. to know. I'm at educa- the FBI. I'm educating everybody. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. 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 <laughs> oh my! All those leather field jackets. <laughs> Um, this, so this is, yeah. So what, uh, what's, what's this little, did, did you talk about this balm? Oh, this? okay. So, um, cause I heard so a little like bit the about Murphy's this. Oil, this, yeah. this, this, this is Hubbard's shoe grease. Um, no, they're not paying me to talk about this on air. Um, tweet at us Hubbard. Tweet at us Hubbard. They're, they're not going to, they <laughs> are a pack of Mormons. They're, they hate, they hate us from, they're from Snowflake, Arizona and they definitely do not like that. Uh, perverts are using them, but they are one of the best <laughs> brands. And I, I've been meaning to find an alternative, but also like sometimes you can't can't argue with what's good. Yeah, sorry, um, you know it, the world's a complicated place. The world is a complicated place, right? <laughs> like work it work it out. Um, <laughs> yeah, the pervs are good for business. Sorry. Yeah, that's just it. Are you kidding me? You totally you want you want perverts to like want like your product? Are you kidding me? Like we'll talk about it. We'll teach about it. We'll use it. We'll yeah. like we'll call you and say, "Oh, can you sponsor my event?" <laughs> I'll, I'll get, put your name everywhere. <laughs> and they're like, "No, thank you." They're like, "Excuse me." Stop that. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know if that's how it went, but yeah. Word, word on the street is that they're, they're, they're very religious and they love making grease for shoes. And um, <laughs> one of those. It's good. One of those moments. Um, ah, these boots are thirsty. You can see how wet they get. That the finish is like worn off them. Mm. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like... Uh, Taking care of leather feels also very artistic to me. There's mm. like there's a process. Mm-hmm. You can bring your own flair to it. Um, you know there are tools of the trade. Some people like certain things. Some people like other other ways of doing it. You know, um, I normally like taking care of my own boots is actually just sort of annoying to me because mm. uh, if I'm not in the right mood, I find it sort of just like oh tedious. I'd rather um, maybe sit for someone else who will take care of them or, mm-hmm. you know, 
or you know what i what i tend to do is if like especially because the winter and with salt and everything like that i i do tend to uh maybe have evenings where i'll like put on a movie i've been meaning to watch and i'll just like take care of things and clean them and um and i actually recommend everyone do it like it it will make it so your um your like most precious expensive items will last forever that's just it like you like all the things that like some you know there's no need for your especially if they're leather boots they should never you should have them for the rest of your life you can yeah and any like any leather, any leather item you can item. really have for the rest of your life. Yeah, like a cast, the cast iron of textile. Yeah, exactly. We're hmm. talking about cast iron earlier. Yeah, yeah, they really are. You can have them forever. Oh, can we talk about that soup? Oh, we got <laughs> that was some good soup. We got again. Fairway is not paying us, but they totally should. Um, sponsored by Fairway. Um, soup in a box. Soup in a box. I mean, this came in like a quart. A quart. Uh, the pre-made soups. So pre-made good. Soups. It was Fairway like, pre-made soups. Fairway pre- pre-made soups. So we had chicken rice. Chicken and rice. You with uh, a little bit of a I, roll. A roll with a with a challah roll. A challah roll with earth balance. With some earth balance. Careful. Hala. Careful, <laughs> careful of the dairy. You yeah. are lactose intolerant. Lactose intolerant so boring because uh, one of the most delicious things in the world is cheese. That's true, and ice cream. I know, I know. I, I, what I happens to you when you... You know, it starts off, it makes me... First off, it makes me stupid. Really? I, yeah, it makes me It makes me actually intellectually slow. What the hell? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's ridiculous and hilarious, right? The yeah. way that I found out is that my I, I have a friend. I've told I feel like I've told the story to a million times. I have a dear friend who has Lyme disease, who has to have a really regimented diet. And when we were we were first hanging out and cooking dinner together all the time, I would we would make identical meals. I would or I'd be cooking or he'd be cooking, and then I would bring dairy just for me because he basically had to be vegan, has to be vegan. And uh, I would like add all the dairy, and then we'd sit. And then at one point, we were hanging out you know, like two years into our friendship. And he was like, by the way, whenever you add dairy to things, you get kind of dumb. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> he was like, you, you get slow. He was like, you get tired, you get slow. You feel like your tummy hurts. Like you don't even realize it because you just think it's like you hanging out with me. It's like, but you actually, I, he was like, I challenge you to not have dairy for like a week and see what makes you feel. Hmm. And at first I was like, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand what life is. Um, and then I got over myself and then I tried. And the first week I felt great. Hmm. Like, and then was like, eh, well, let's see what happens. And then I like ate some pizza and felt like I was going to die. Oh, and God. I was like, oh, this is a thing. This is a thing. Now that I've taken some time away from it, it's totally a thing. Oh, that's so sad. And it makes me feel sleepy and it makes my nose run. And it also makes me really unpleasant to be around. Okay, Nate. No farts, though? Oh, a little bit. It's more that it makes my tummy just, like, really hurt. Huh. It doesn't make me that, that smelly. It just makes me, like, irritable. My father gets the farts. Oh, yeah. 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 Most people do. Most people, that's how they first know, is that, like, their tummy acts up. But I wasn't having any, like, tummy hmm. stuff. Does anything... I lost, I lost a bunch of weight. Oh, wow. Does I anything mean, make, you, make you fart? What makes me gassy? Broccoli, but I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess doesn't everybody... I th- I I am a f- I I feel like everything makes me fart. I feel like drinking alcohol makes me fart. You think you just like maybe that's just your constitution? Is maybe, that a thing? I don't know. Maybe I you hope should go not. to a nutritionist and maybe. have someone be like, "What's going on with your butt?" Yeah, I that's the truth. <laughs> I have that question all the time. <laughs> do you go to do you go to doctors and say I just seem to be so full of gas? No, I n- I don't really go to doctors. I gotta go. Yeah, that's a that's like a thing. Yeah, you gotta go to doctors. Yeah, gotta do it. 
Gotta go to the doctor. You gotta say. The FBI gotta, gives us great health insurance. It's true. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best. You should walk in. You should get some. Get yourself on to ZocDoc. Yeah. All right. Log in and say, I ha- I want to talk to it. Need, I need a physical, but doctor, doctor. My 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 gassy, gassy butt. I, I bother people. Do you bother people? I I've bother never myself. noticed that you're smelly. No, no, I don't do it like in the office. Yeah, I mean, that's like a... Yeah. You but... should read... Have you read Gulp by, by Mary Roach? No. I need... I need I've read, uh, read Stiff. Though. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. No, you should read Gulp. Yeah. I'm going to let it. It's right there on the shelf. Great. We could look at it right now. I'm going to lend it to you. Great, thanks. It's about the alimentary canal. Oh, I'd love... Yeah. It's from your mouth to butt. Oh, man. She has a lot of... She has a lot of... She talks to a lot of smart people about why you might be smelly slash farty. And one of the things she talks about is how actually... uh, First of all, like the gendered notions of passing gas, obviously. And then also how like it's... There's no proper way... Like nobody will admit how gassy they are. Nobody will say how many times they actually fart because they wind up like hiding... Of course. When oh, they're yeah. And public or in work, they like lie to themselves in society. Yeah. But we're probably all hurting ourselves. Yeah, I'm sure we are. Yeah. Oh, man. The morning time is just. You just wake up and that's your. That's, that's how, how I greet the your world. Body, your body's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I, maybe I should. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to I mean, I also firmly believe that like if you're not ailing, then like there's no need to diagnose a non-issue. So like I'm I'm like also. I'm like, talk to a doctor, but also if the doctor's like, obviously, you need to take this fancy pill, be right. like, oh, fuck you. Maybe some herbs or, or some, like, you know, downer How, dogs. Listen, I don't want to sound like I'm some sort of, like, you know, you know, but how much dairy is in your in your diet? Um, A touch of dairy. Not a lot? No. Okay. I mean, I eat ice cream sometimes, but it's never, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I eat cheese. I'm okay. Yeah. But it does make me noticeably mucusy. I mean, dairy is also poison for us in it, general. It, technically, yeah. yeah. Technically, it is. <laughs> Not to sound like a, but yeah. But it's so delicious. What can you do? What are we? What's happening now? The bl- oh, I'm opening a bag. The can that I want to open uh, requires a paint key, and I can't find mine. Oh. oh yeah, that's always hard. Yeah, all this stuff was in the back of a closet because I haven't really done any of this stuff since we moved. So it was a little bit of a hassle. I had to like balance myself on. I had to teeter on top of all. Oh yeah. Oop. This yeah. is the the tin of of things. Yeah, uh, the sort of go go bag. Yeah. So like, there's any good butch will always, well, any butch like me will have uh, some sort of multi tool. Um, <laughs> uh, in every bag you own, which is, uh, this is a lighter, the thing, uh, so the laces, the stitching on most uh, boots and jackets is actually synthetic. So if you've got a little, like, hangy, hangy guy, like if you're, you're maybe you've got, um, you probably noticed on, on a jacket where, like, you've got a thread coming through. Yeah. For the most part, actually, that thread is probably mostly plastic, and you can trim it as close to the material as possible, and then you light just a little bit. And that will cap the synthetic material. Yes. Because if you just clip it, it's going to unravel. Right. Um, and then this is, uh, unfortunately, this gentleman is no longer with us, but uh, one of the guys that taught me how to take care of boots, uh, uh, Tim Starkey out of Boston. He went to Germany, and uh, in German, this one town in Germany, uh, there was a shoe store that, like a shoe care store that literally was like, 
the like Taj Mahal of shoe care products, mm. which is like just a very European thing, if you yeah. ask me. Um, and this is this weird little brush. It's thin. It's maybe like pencil thin. And it's very flat. And the whole idea is it takes care of what's known as your catwalk. Um, so where your boot meets your sole, there's that little lip. Yeah. Um, that's known as the catwalk. Uh, where the, yeah, the stitching is. And basically this thin little brush can get gunk out from inside there. Wow. Uh, and then a Sharpie. Sometimes somebody has some like metal that's supposed to be black and you can use the Sharpie. And then this I haven't used a ton. This is like a weird little device. It's got a little sort of like gear inside of it. It's actually um, Taylor's chalk for when you want to mark on clothing. Uh -huh. um, for instance, like Doc Martens have like white stitching or yellow stitching. Uh -huh. This will color that in without marking the leather. Hmm. So that is. And then a very tiny brush. You always need different size brushes for this business. Wow. But that's also where my paint key was. So that I can open this guy. I could have used a, um, like a quarter, but I don't even know where that, I don't know where quarters are. I, I have a quarter, but we wouldn't have learned about we wouldn't all have that learned, we fabulous stuff. We wouldn't have opened stuff. up that cool tin. No. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're, we're All right. We're I, want looking... you to, I want you to smell this, and then I want you to describe it for our listeners. Okay. Here's some Hubbard shoe grease. So it's, it's like you're in a cabin. It's like a, it's like burning pine. Uh, yeah. It's like a, a pine, pine tree campfire. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, so Hubbard's is mostly pine and beeswax. And so, um, this, this particular vintage, <laughs> there obviously was some sort of forest fire. Um, really? Yeah. Actually, the person that gave it to me was like, oh yeah, this was like a rejected bundle. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's incredible. So this is very, this one's particularly pungent, but it normally does smell something like this. Yeah. This mm. one is particularly. So basically what I'm doing is I rubbed it on my hands and then similar to as if you were lotioning before like a really cold day mm -hmm. or, you know. Um, oh, it's, it's so incredible to watch you work this boot. It's fun, huh? Yeah. And it makes it really soft and also like, um, you know. There are so many different types of boots. You know, most people see shiny boots. I'm not going to do anything that's shiny on these. Like, mm -hmm. I could if I really wanted to make these, like, have a nice uh, glow to them in that way. Then I could do that. But this is just going to basically condition and protect um, and keep it sort of like a low shine. It's great. Yeah. It's really lovely. And some people who maybe don't know, like, you know, maybe, you know, I had someone once look at me at I was wearing these boots and they were like oh well those are you know they were very clean that they've been beat up since like they were new to me at that point and somebody was like oh these these are those aren't in very good condition and i was like oh you just think they should be shiny mm. he was like yeah they don't shine and i was like no they don't have to be shiny leather doesn't, leather doesn't have to be shiny in order to be well taken care of no you know uh yeah i think it looks lovely and how long does it take to sort of like seep in you know um it goes really fast. I'm going to, I'm going to use the same rag that I wiped off some of the water to like buff it in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the truth is, uh, the way that I describe it when I've taught classes is that you wouldn't, um, smear on lotion and then walk out of the house without rubbing it in. Right. Um, cause otherwise what would happen is you just basically collect dust all day. Right. Have a sheen of dust. Yeah. And that's the same thing. So like now what I'm going to do 
is take this rag. This is a microfiber rag. Mm-hmm. You can get them at like fucking CVS. Um, and then just like kind of wipe away that sheen. I like rubbed it in and now I'm wiping it away. And you can see like the boot is about like two shades darker right now. Yeah. But it will dry out. It's a combination of the water and the shoe grease. Yep. And again, like this is my quick and dirty because these are my I ride the I ride my bike with these boots. I yeah. cuddle chickens with these boots. Yeah. So um if these were like boots that I wanted to like wear out and have I don't know, someone kiss them a lot or something, I would probably be like, Eh, you can do these that's those but I just mostly made sure these didn't look bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean there are some other other boots uh, on the premises right here. Yes, yes. As there there always will be. Yes. Uh across from us, uh is a pair of Jenny's boots, which are cut very similarly to the boots in my hands. Mm. Different mm-hmm. different brand, but um, she got those at a secondhand store as well. And um, they have cute little tongues. You can't really see them that well. Um, and I would do the same thing with hers, except she likes those toes shiny when the time is right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next to them, those are those are my prize possessions. Those are my those are Westcos. Those fucking boots retail for five hundred dollars. Whoa! I found those in an auction for eighty. Whoa! Yep. Wow. I haven't paid full price for any of my leather. I firmly believe, like, that's the thing too, is that like I've had a lot of conversations that I talked about it on Why Are People Into That. Uh, uh, a lot of conversations about the class implications of having mm. like nice boots, mm. and you can go to a secondhand store with like forty dollars in your pocket and find a pair of boots and then take care of them. To be nice and wear them in and clean them and the whole deal. Well, yeah, because there's probably a lot of orphan boots out there. A lot. Oh yeah, especially in New York, especially yeah. in the village. Yeah. You know, I liked. I liked. <laughs> at one point, like, uh, we were in. I, I forget even what store we were in the village, and we were like just sort of like walking around and looking at everything. And at one, there was like so much new, like maybe worn once leather. Mm. <laughs> Jenny was like, you know someone had a bad breakup and was just like, <laughs> nothing. I don't want anything that's yours. And just like brought it to the secondhand store and like got 50 bucks for it and like left. <laughs> it was all like fresh. Oh. Um, and so like, yes, I do think that like there is sort of the notion like buy cheap, buy twice. But also if you if you can only afford, you know, $6 sneakers, then that's what you should do because you need sneakers. Yeah. But um, if you're able to in your life, take the time and save then you might be able to have a pair of boots that last you forever. Yeah, that's Just really to, nice. And like none of these supplies cost that much either. Murphy's oil soap, a small canister, that's like four or five bucks. Yeah. The Hubbard's I think is maybe 12 and I've been using the same canister for like two years because I just don't use a ton of it and yeah. you, a, a little goes a long way. It's yeah. so greasy. So yeah. um, even if you just have those two items and a, and a nice microfiber rag, like or you know an old t-shirt is how i started sure then you've got everything you need to make it so your stuff lasts forever i think i think i might go out and get some boots yeah yeah you really should i really want to yeah we yeah. should go on a, on a date we oh should go on God. a little like boot, a boot date. date oh Katie. i'll take you to one of the places where i got some of this stuff it's <sighs> just so great we'll go yeah. absolutely oh yeah yeah i oh, can't yeah. wait take care of these tootsies yeah yeah um 
Yeah. Do you want to take a Do you want to take a quick? Uh, Let's take a mini break. Quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. Let's grab a snack break. All we'll, right. We'll be back. Do we? Have, is there a cozy zone like inter interstitial song? No. It's it's just sort of like a. No. Let's make one up right now. Oh, all right. All right. Cozy zone. Taking a break. The cozy zone. Taking a break. It's cozy day. Taking a break. Cozy zone. Taking a break. Yeah. We'll be right back. We're back. We're back. Katie Diamond. Wait, we need to do interstitial, like, we're back music. And we're back to the cozy zone. Yeah, we're back back, into the cozy zone. Where did we go on a crazy adventure? Now we're back in the crazy cozy zone. And we're back. Katie Diamond, if you don't know, I'm an ambassador. I'm a lieutenant. I'm a custodian. Of the Cozy Zone Foundation, and they—you have a lot of jobs. I know. It's—it's. Uh, it's, I hope they promote you. They—I know. It's—it's uh, it's not. Uh, I was looking for the right word, but uh, I'm a representative from the Cozy Zone Foundation. Excellent. And they uh, give uh, dual artists unlimited funds to create a collaborative work of art. I love that. And all they need is a is a title and a description. And uh, at least something to something so that I can pitch it to them, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, a good idea and a, a title. And there's so, I mean, God, Katie, there's so many things I want to talk to you about, but we have, <laughs> you know, our, I've limited our time by yeah. by accident to some degree. No, not by accident. Well, I I would never want to limit the cozy. I mean, it'll be. It's it doesn't feel that way. It feels great. I mean, it's perfect. Yeah, the time limit isn't bad. Um, but I, I guess I just wanted to acknowledge that I could talk to you forever. Oh, we will. And I, we will. And we, we shall. will. Just not always with microphones. No, not always. But okay, so but we got to figure out this art project. And perhaps in coming up with this art project, I can slip in some of the, like, I, I just wanted to sort of say that I love you. In, I love in, you. In, very, in various ways. <laughs> um, I always <clears throat> wanted, uh, slash I haven't done it in a very long time, some form of installation. Great. So perhaps our proposal needs to include um, a large scale installation. So it yeah. So it's like you're transforming space. I yeah. I kind of I kind of want people to enter a space and to feel like they can't even imagine they've experienced art in the way they've experienced it. But it's com- completely two dimensional. Oh, it's not a it's not a movie. It's not a video. It's not a soundscape. Two-dimensional. Yeah, maybe the space is entirely two-dimensional. Say more. What do you mean? So I, so years ago, I made this installation, and then I wanted to do, I wanted to take over a whole room with it, and then I never got to do it. I did an installation where, um, from a- any angle, I took a bunch of black wire of different weights, and from any angle, you could see the scene that you were in. It was just in a corner. And um, How did you do that? I'm very with a lot of staying up late and drinking a lot. Um, but it was, it was basically like as if, so from any angle you could see it, but it was three dimensional, but it was actually two dimensional because you could never pick up. It didn't pick up any light. It was all in perspective. That's it was a guy cr- on a subway. That's crazy. Yeah. It took a lot of sketches and a lot of like photographing different things from different angles. Wow. And the whole idea is that like not one piece of it, was able to be seen like you it was always in perspective like either a really forced perspective if you went to one angle if you if you stood straight on and you saw him just standing on the subway is um, it like a cube or like it was wire it wire. was wire in a corner in a corner just like set up like 
in a that's crazy. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Wow. Yeah. That's an I that have you seen anything like that before? You know, I've seen people do similar things. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a unique idea so much as like the notion that like you've entered a space and actually like it's it's in 3D and 2D at the same time. Oh like that's God. definitely something I've I've wanted to do a lot. Okay. Okay. It requires like it's a it's a lot of of trial and error because you basically yeah. have to make something out of the wire and then I have actually really 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 fancy wire cutter slash pliers like the some like high grade like spent a lot of money on them so that I could like not break my hand while I like twisted and totally. turned all these fucking wires totally I mean that makes me think of okay so let we have a lot of money to play with so oh God, what if wire we is so cheap. Well, exactly. Calder used to show up to installations with just a ball of wire. I know, and he would make it there. But like, I, I'm thinking, like this this idea of like using wire as line, and then thinking about like force perspective. I'm thinking about making like a huge like. Could you do this like in a multi story building? I'd have to become Jeff Koons, I think, to make it that big. Well, th- I'm, we have a, you can't become Jeff Koons. Okay, except I'll be less of a jerk. But yeah, let's yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, less of a jerk. No, let's that, do that. Yeah. But Hire lots of people who are technically smarter, more talented than, than me, and let me just be in charge of them. Very good. But so here's what I'm thinking. So maybe, yes, some wire in some places, but you could do like tubes. Like if you if you sort of like figured out exactly mm. like what the architecture of the wire yeah. could be. I mean, it could be the scale of it could just be ridiculous. Well, you know, nowadays trial now here i am talking about trial and error going large scale we could just get a very very clever 3d modeling student yes exactly and tell her to do cool things yes give her lots of money make her career yeah she can write a memoir about us in 25 years about how we were the worst bosses she ever had well uh this is uh, we will be excellent bosses you're right you're right we'll be excellent bosses it's It's not a good tell-all if we're sweet (laughs) no that's true but something will be fucked up but but it, but it won't be our boss style. No, no, you're right. It'll you're be right. like, well, so, okay, so what, what content do we want to deliver with this? You know, I am, as you know from working with me at the FBI, uh, that is where I get stuck. Right. I, I, I'm, I, I am happy to produce. I'm pro- I will produce something until it's fucking finished, and I will find the best materials, okay. and I will make it beautiful. Okay. The what. You know, it's okay. why, it's why, so I just released my comic. Yes. It's why it it's took so me so wonderful. long to release that comic. Diabol Inc. Diabol Inc. I love it. I have to credit my, my best friend, Justin, with that name. He's the one that came up with that title. It, it's really good. It I looks so call good. It something, I can't even remember my original title, but it was, it was pretty twee and weird. Um, <laughs> Diabol but, Inc. But yeah, the, the coming up with the content for that was like a lot of, a lot of work. Okay. Well, so I, let's uh, we'll start what, what would you create what, well, what would be the co- if I was okay so now I've said to you okay Ben y- Weber yeah. I'm proposing to you that I want to make something that's like a large scale 2D 3D from every angle wire installation throwing back to Calder and all of our the artists that we the visual artists that we fucking love what are we saying with it well I want to see I mean I do want to see figures like I you know mm-hmm. there's Mm-hmm. People will really pay attention to what these images are. Um, are you saying like, do you think that maybe we, we're like going like the public art angle? We're like oh, making yeah. these in like a park. 
Yeah, or its own building. We're building a partic- we can like build our own building oh. where it, the only purpose of it is to showcase this thing. You know, I have to give credit to Kara Walker for oh, being yeah. somebody who inspires me to do installation work because yeah. her installations have always really, really impressed upon me. Oh yeah, um, the way to change the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would be its own like structure for only this purpose, or it could be. You know, it could be in reaction, of course, to existing bits of architecture because architecture, you know, has such a like like the like her work in in the Domino. Uh, I know. I was thinking, sugar yeah, the factory. Domino Sugar Factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw her. Uh, I saw she. I first was introduced to her um, when I was still in high school. I went to the Boston Museum of Art, of Art and. Um, no, 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 I lied. Uh, I went to the Guggenheim. I went to the Guggenheim. Yeah. Same, same summer. And uh, uh, she was in the top rotunda. Mm-hmm. And she had, it was one of her, her um, the silhouettes that are yeah. dastardly and terrible. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it, it, it literally, like, it changed my life. The work changed my life. It mm. made me think a lot about race and the, those intersections. Look, researching her really changed all those things. But also, like, you know, how to make it so, you know... Those are two-dimensional figures. They're silhouettes, and yet they somehow compel a story um, that a lot of people try to... They make, like, five-hour movies and try to do that, or a 500-page book, and somehow she managed to capture that in a simple line. Um, The economy of her storytelling is really beautiful. So, you know, something I think about a lot is, like, how do you... How can you inspire people to value human life Mm. and thinking about like, you know, in, in so many, like you said, you read the news every day. There are so many atrocities that happen on a daily basis. There are so many lives lost. There are so many lives ruined. There are so many people mourning and grieving the loss of these, their loved ones. And there's so much of it happening. And I'm wondering if it, like I, I'm, I'm seeing people like emerging in this thing, like a guy in the subway. But like, how many? Like, I would be curious, like, how many people could you represent with this sort of line structure? Oh yeah, like, I mean, it's essentially three dimensional cartooning. Yeah, yeah, and so it could be, you know, the actual faces. And I, I'm thinking there were. Oh, you know, maybe it's that from every angle, you see someone different. Oh. There it is. There it is. is. It's that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Straight on. You're seeing one person, but you're actually seeing multiple people from various angles. Yeah. It's an illusion. Yeah. That's really good. Where's our intern that can mock that up for me? They're coming. When am I going to be just the idea guy? Soon. Hmm. Not too soon. Not not too soon. (laughs) But but someday. Someday. Not not too distant future. So I guess I'm I'm trying to think about like memorializing people lost. Like there was this huge, I don't know, civilian airstrike against yeah. the Palestinians like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, a few summers ago. Yeah. And like what, uh, 2,500 people died or something like that? Yeah. And like there's a list published of all of their names. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it is just the sad, I mean, it's just so sad because it's just like whole families. Like, it's just yeah. like, you know, really, really sad. And and I, I walk past the the 
9-11 memorial sometimes. That and is like, a really good example yeah. of, of of taking over a space in yeah. honor of, of, of mentioning people. Yeah. The Vietnam Memorial is, Vietnam, is like that. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. That's a, that is, first of all, she's the coolest. Yeah. She's yeah. genius. Yeah. But also like the, you know, have you ever heard her talk about that, that piece, the Vietnam Memorial? I've read about it. I've read about it. The, the, the thing she says about, um, specifically like the idea that like you are supposed to have an experience in your body, so going down into the ground the way you do with the Vietnam Memorial yeah. is supposed to instill in you like to some degree, like a little bit of panic, a little bit of mourning, a little bit of like you're going into a grave, like the notion that like that's what public art is supposed to be. That's yeah. what public art is supposed to be like. You're supposed to engage with it differently than if you were in a museum and yeah. you were looking at a picture like you're supposed to feel it in your body. Yeah. Um, especially a piece like that. Yeah. Um, that's that. I When I lose track of what the point of art is i think about stuff like that because mm. honestly that's you know kate kolowitz is really good someone i think about a lot i don't know oh she was uh um during a oh my god am i gonna forget if it's world war one or world war two pretty certain it's world war two um she was a german illustrator mm. a german illustrator of color actually and she like illustrated like death taking mothers and stuff like that like dark 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 stuff like um some of it was like um woodcutting charcoal and her style is great but she was actually she was excommunicated from germany for um having opinions about the war oh my god yeah 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 so, so i imagine we could at least get a thousand different fate like oh yeah at least i mean we would just do as many as possible i think so yeah and like everywhere you turn i'm tempted to you know i, th I think i'm tempted to um you know, we're, we're existing in this world where there's so much technology. Yeah. And I'm tempted to make it so somehow each wire that creates a different person, that we could go like real deep with it, that we could make it that the wire, if you like touch it or you like plug headphones into it, mm -hmm. has like a soundscape to it or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So something I was actually picturing is like clear tubing. Mm. And like you could like pump different like colors of like liquid into it or Whoa. pump text through it. And, and I mean, we could I think just this like concept of like l like material line and then like changing perspective. I love like, mm. you mm. know, so like what? Like it, not it could be wire. It could be a tube. It could be metal piping. Yeah. As long know. as as long as it's. um. Again, I think economy. I think I think about economy of line. A yeah, lot. of course. Like as long yeah. as the line uh, is creating something that you like immediately understand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Like that's that's. I think going back to like what I love about cartooning and why I think it's really important to tell stories and convey complexity mm -hmm. is that you can convey complex things simply. Yeah. And that when you do so, it it it, it there's a it creates something it makes it more palatable basically yeah, yeah. Um, well i'm just imagining so there's this like huge building size jumble like a cube of jumble of wires right and, and like when you're standing mm. in a certain place like it's like it's just gonna look like a mess yeah but then there is like you move your feet a little bit and then boom something comes mm. into mm. focus mm. I, mean, I mean i think that's it sounds like if what i'm understanding yeah. your sort of initial experimenting in this yeah 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 you know um i i the first when I first made it, it was definitely like 
I was playing with form. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but being able to like guide the audience through, yeah, is pretty cool. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. I I love this. And who are the people? That's a great question. Yeah. I think that's the question. Yeah. And is it like? I don't know, like uh, the future people. Is it future people? Is it past people? Is it all the people? Is it someone from like well, every I country that, on earth? Is it? You know, I think that the thing that would make it much more poignant would be for them to be real stories from real people. Mm-hmm. These, mm-hmm. Are, these are real people. Yeah. I think that maybe is like the f- the finding. Yeah. Is perhaps the like the bigger part of our our grant monies is spent on us traveling around the world and meeting people about their lives. Yeah. And I feel very like humans of New York turn gets turned into an art installation sort of situation. And I, it has to be from every everywhere on earth. Yeah, I guess we'd have to really everybody get our traveling pants on. Yeah, I th- there's a lot of travel in these Cozy Zone Foundation mm. projects, which yeah. because I think I, I don't know there there's something Does like the Cozy that Zone is the Foundation have a have a jet. Oh yeah, because we might need to commandeer their jet for this project. We, yes, yeah. yes, definitely. There's a jet, not yeah. a problem. Yeah. Or we'll we'll hire one. It's fine. Go with me. We don't have much more time to go down this path, so maybe it's a deep, dark path to go down. Okay. I get caught sometimes about art in the sense that I get worried that art doesn't actually change things. Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, oh, is this, are we just um, making ourselves feel better as artists? Mm. Is it like basically like the artistic white guilt mm. that infiltrates like, oh, like... Um, oh, we're being creative, and so like that's cool, mm-hmm. as opposed to like relief efforts or whatever. Right? You know, I get I get caught um, in telling stories. Like, is is telling a story or is is drawing a picture? Is that actually saving the world? Like, is that what do you where do you feel about that, Ben? You know, I I know I, it's like a kind of distinctly uncozy topic. No, no, I I have been at. I mean, this comes up. It, this is something that yeah. comes up. This question. It's like what is? It's kind of like the what is art? What is art? <sighs> And for me, like, there is a there's a compulsion. Artists are compulsive yeah. people. They're particular and they're compulsive, and they need to like invite people to make meaning based on some sort of action. Like yeah. that's a that's like a necessity. Yeah. And we can't. I mean, our only hope to existing is to make correct meaning out of the things around us is to like you know parse the the chaos and all of the stimulus that it's around us into some sort of like uh comprehensible data that we can then like make decisions out of that will cause our survival yeah i think that artists work like have this invitation and this fundamental uh transaction like that they we are like you know like sure like we're not Maybe we're not the ones with the relief effort. But what if, like, people were like, hey, I saw this thing and I realized that, you know, human life is really precious. I'm going to make some different choices. I, I Yeah, I guess I didn't realize how important human beings were. It was like, oh, wow, that story mm-hmm. from that person who was yeah. really different than me touches me and make, oh, maybe I'll make some different decisions. Like, yeah. it's it's the, it's an, I think it is absolutely necessary and artists you can't help it like it's like people need to make things most people need to make things most people need to have some sort of poetic i don't know output of some kind yeah and you know like 
I think the only way the only way to make a change is by a series of small little choices that you make. Mm. And I think that art, you know, art is that. Art is like a material of like, all right, I chose blue uh, instead of green. I put this line here instead of mm-hmm. here. Like it's all choices. I, you know, I made this enormous building with this, you know, multi-perspective face wire thing. <laughs> or I, you know, which is very cool. We need a name for it. But I, I mean, I hear you. Like, I, I also, like, have that, like, oh, like, is this privileged? Is this, like, mm-hmm. am I just, you know, prancing about, you know, right for no reason? But, like, I don't know. It, it may, like, I, was it Winston Churchill said, like, you know, if there's not art, like, what are we fighting for or something? Yeah. You know, like, what, like, that is, like, that is. No, that's a really, that's, that's it. That's, like, the thing. Yeah. It's a big thing. Yeah. Like why why live? I mean, we live to have the best to to I don't know, have the best life possible and it's not possible because of a lot of fucked up shit. Yeah. And it's hard to defeat all that fucked up shit at once. Right. I mean, I also um as somebody who's done a lot of different types of art or and activism and too. activism, yeah. yeah. I like get caught um in trying like you, you know uh not to sound like a cuckoo banana but um you know capitalism wants us to believe there's a hierarchy yeah. to what is best or better yeah um and yes i do think that like the institution that is the art world is a load of crock yeah um but i do think that the other side of it is that um if if uh being touched by something creative really really gets to someone regardless of where they are in the world uh i've been sort of thinking of it as the um uh basically like thriving versus surviving Mm. you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. i want everyone to have a roof over their head Mm -hmm. uh i want everyone to have like a clean pair of clothes and um three square meals a day so that they can like focus and function Mm -hmm. and be safe Mm -hmm. i want people to be safe I can't actually supply those things, but I can give them a reason to fight mm-hmm. to live. That's right. For them. That's right. Yeah. Well, we got deep. We got deep. We did. We have like five more minutes. All we right. Got deep. Face, face wire, wire face, <laughs> tower of faces. Oh my God. All those names sound like the really creepy, like comic book that we're I know, writing. I know. Uh, um, um, well, cozy zoners, if you'd like to write in to. No, we got to do it now. Now? We got to do it. We can't solicit our, no, our audience? No, it's the, we, they, no, no, we got to do it right now. Oh, Jesus. This uh, is the, this is the thing. This, this is the shtick. This is a hard proposal. This proposal is hard. Why, wire face. We just need a title. We need a name. Um, look at me. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, you know, we're starting. No, no, no. I've always been terrible at the naming part. That's why um, Justin came up with my comic title. Um, um, Facce. Visage. Um, that's French for face. What about facade? No. That's not bad. Facade. Facades. Facile. 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 Facsimile. 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 Is it? And uh, the wire? <laughs> are the wire things just faces, or are they whole bodies? I think they. 
Is it just faces? Mm, I have to. This is this is. I, I, my instinct is to say it's it's bodies, but depending on what angle, it's a face. It's a full person. Got it's it. A, it's different. So it's figure. It's a figure. I I feel close to some something with figure. Figure it out. <laughs> Got, what's your figure? Figure. Maybe not. Figure. 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 You know, people can't figure one. Figure. Figure. Figure one. Figure it out. I actually like figure one. Figure one. Yeah, I like figure one. It's sort. It's like a science, like yeah. labeled like figure one. Figure and then one. It's also like a figure. And yeah. Then all it's a universal like we're all one. Yeah. One. Figure one. Oneness. Great. We did it. Society. Humanity. Fi- figure one. Figure one. Beautiful. Katie Diamond. What what a goddamn honor. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for having me uh, as a New Year Cozy Zone 2016 yeah. Cozy Zone. Yeah. Uh, Here we are. My first one. Oh, really? Yeah, definitely. Oh, I popped your 2016 cherry. Sure did. Felt great. Yeah, you know, great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I love you a lot. I love you a lot. Thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you for all of it. Absolutely. Uh, I'll see you right right after this. I'll see you right after. Wait, wait, wait. That has to be outro music. I've been demanding oh, right. music we everywhere do, we, we go. Do, we do end with a song. We so should he... end with a song. All right. Wait, wait, wait. I want, I want to be the lead this time. You, you can be it. the backup. I'll follow you. Well, it's time. Mm-hmm. It's time for the cozy zone mm-hmm. to end. Mm-hmm. Time for the cozy zone mm-hmm. to end. Mm-hmm. We're at the end mm-hmm. of the cozy mm-hmm. zone. It's the mm-hmm. end. The mm-hmm. end. The mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. Amazing. <laughs> Are intimately finding our peaceful cozy zone. And Ben, he interviews friends. It's awkward and then it's cozy zone. Occasionally it's a lovely thing to be nosy in somebody's cozy zone. So please. Snuggle up sweet A beautiful thing It's cozy zone